but we're starting the recording. Okay, so we're recording. <clears throat> and ladies and gentlemen, thank you. This is the beginning of the butterfly experiment, which I'm tying in today with the NLP today. Um, so welcome. And as always, the way I do the NLP today, I'm going to talk a little bit and give some ideas. This is what the butterfly experiment's all about. <clears throat> and then uh, turn off the recording. I may jump off the call because I'm I'm actually on a movie set right now, and it's uh, actually uh, giving me a little uh, brain scramble because it's being filmed in a traditional theater. And oh, this theater was built in 1925. It's in Newport Ritchie, Florida. So it's very art deco kind of thing. And so it's a traditional theater, you know, from like I've done over 100, over 120 plays. So it's like the juxtaposition for me and my brain. It's like, I'm on a stage, but we're filming a movie. And it's two different kinds of stuff that you do, right? So it's kind of kind of interesting and it's it's kind of fun. Um, <clears throat> so um, uh, today we're gonna talk about, uh, you know, the beginning of the butterfly experiment 2.0. The reason I wanted to do it, a couple of people mentioned this, is we did the butterfly experiment <clears throat> about two years ago now, because when the country shut down with COVID, there was a lot of us that were kind of lost and it, it, not a lot of focus. You know, our comfort mechanisms got turned off, whether it was going to the gym, going to the theater, going to restaurants, whatever your, whatever your comfort thing was kind of got shut off. And uh, uh, here's someone that, uh, that helped kill me in the last movie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so... <clears throat> The, you know, so we had our, our, our ways of self-medicating, as we would call it, removed, right? And we, I think people didn't realize how much that would impact a lot of people in society, even things like shutting the gyms down and, of course, the restaurants and, you know, the movie theaters, all the stuff that a lot of us use to basically medicate ourselves was gone, right? And so what were some of the repercussions of that, right? Uh, many people gained an average of 11 to 20 pounds during COVID, right? Between um, the things like the gyms and going outside and being very active were, were somewhat taken away. Uh, the fact there was not much to do after a while, after you binge, binge watched everything you could on Netflix and, and Prime and that, you start, you just... Uh, uh, you would eat too much because it was a way to self-medicate um, and, and comfort yourself. Same with drinkings up exponentially. Uh, one of the things they're finding is people, now that they're being forced in some industries to go back to the office, guess what? You know, uh, some of the drinking habits they got into, I'm not saying they're alcoholics, I'm not saying that, but the habit, the patterns they got into, it, it's, it's, it messed them up. You know, that six or seven o'clock you know, you come home from work after you get off, you know, and you drive home and all that. And then you go home and you have a couple beers or whatever. Well, that started at two or three in the afternoon because you were working from home. Nobody knew it, you know. Um, and so, you know, that went up. Of course, drug addictions through the, is, is up exponentially. Um, you know, of course, the um, opioid overdoses are through the roof, you know, and they're acting like those of us in that field, by the way, we're saying this is going to happen you know, but no, 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 it'll be fine. You know, of course that's through the, and we talk about all the opioid and, you know, painkiller 
pills that people were taking that are overdosing and dying. I always point out to everybody, more people die in one month from alcohol poisoning and overdoses than they do in a typical year from opioids, right? But we don't want to look at the elephant in the room, right? So there's there's all of that, right? So um, trying to pin my video. Um, hold on one second. So, uh, oh, it's a conference thing. Okay. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. This is the director. This is the guy that uh, uh, from uh, this is Scott Tepperman, the doing? world famous uh, ghost hunter, by the way. Yeah. So, and he's directing this uh, wonderful to, yeah. film. This, I'm not world famous ghost hunter, but I've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah, she's been doing this too. <laughs> so, we're having a lot of fun with this. Uh, <clears throat> but, um, Again, all you know, alcohol through the roof, thing. and then of course the eating, the, the the eating too much, and when you add increasing your caloric intake and cutting down your caloric output, you're going to gain weight. That's just you know, there's there's rules of physics, if you will, physiological things. So, so all these people are, and now that the world's opening up, some of these habits are there. So that's why I wanted to relaunch the butterfly experiment 2.0. And so I want to start with something kind of interesting because uh, I'm, I'm standing in front of a there was a there was a murder here, right? At least on film. And so there's the crime scene tape. That's where the body was. There's the plastic we wrapped the body in. Uh, and so today I want to talk about and get started with the idea that um, as we come out of this, if we're going to do butterfly experiment 2.0 and kind of come out of the cocoon of COVID, you know. Um, what are, what are today's uh, butterfly is about? What are your desires? What, what are your true desires? Because one of the things that happened during COVID, when they took away, like I said, those self-medicating, self-comforting things, uh, once those were stripped away, that's why a lot of people are in a little bit distressed and uncovered trauma and things because those were gone. You had to look at that scary thing, which is called the mirror, and look at who and what you really are. And... And a lot of people realized they weren't happy. You know, they might have been making great money. They might have been doing some other stuff, but they're like, I'm just not happy. What's what would make me happy? Uh, and of course, you had the time to think about it. Right. And so and you couldn't hide in office politics or, you know, if you had your own business, even the stuff that you do. This is what this that's another self medicating thing. Right. And so so we have. So we have that. So when we think about desires, the reason I want to say this, and the reason I wanted to I actually thought this through with the crime scene, if you, what are your true desires, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because your desires are neither good nor bad, right? It's the judgments you place on them, right? Your desires are neither good nor bad. And I argue, as Neville Goddard and uh, Wallace Waddles would say, your desires are God-given, you know, especially if they come out of nowhere. Like, you know, why would a guy like me grow up of a, a son of a steel worker and a and uh, my mom was a cleaning lady and elevator operator, honest professions, and they're great stuff. But it wasn't in my realm to want to become an actor, right? It just wasn't. You know, I figured I'd go away to the military like a lot of guys in my family did. And if I didn't stay in, I'd come back and work in a steel mill. Yeah, because it pays good money. It's good living. So why would a guy like me, who'd never seen a play in high school, didn't do theater in high school, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, God damn it. I want to be an actor. I want to be an actor. Why? You know, I had no experience, no reference, you know. Um, 
That was before the internet where you could look stuff up, obviously. So where did that desire come from? I have no clue, right? And then when I got exposed to the NLP and the hypnosis, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to learn it. Why? That, again, that was out of my reference range. That was out of my uh, comfort zone. It was out of everything that I do. And so these desires are neither good nor bad. They're just, uh, I think they're God-given and they're there for a reason. And I firmly believe, as Wallace Waddles said uh, in um, The Secrets of Success, you know, or The Science of Success, he wrote a book, everybody thinks of secret science of getting rich, but he also wrote a book about the science of success. And he said there that, you know, if you have a natural desire, especially if it's out of the reference, I call it reference range, I forget what he called it, but there's probably the innate ability to achieve that goal if you're willing to focus on it. But, and we're gonna do future ones on what stops you from going after that desire. You know, uh, what, what, will, what will set in that, that role of self-sabotage and all of that. So I think it's a crime against yourself if first you don't just acknowledge what those desires are, right? With no judgment, just like I wanna be an actor, I wanna be a hypnotist, you know, um, and of course, if you're in the middle of another profession and you're doing quite well or a life, and then suddenly you, that a lot of these desires are ongoing and suddenly it's like, and part of this will be, you know, friends, family members, well-meaning will tell you, yay, well, you don't want to do this, right? And it, it's kind of interesting. I just had an audition for a callback audition for a role where I was playing a dad um, and uh, <clears throat> my daughter's fiance, a boyfriend going to be fiance, wanted, was going to go to art school, right? And these are upper crust kind of people. And uh, he was trying to, and the kid wanted to go to art school, study photography and art. Of course, he's like, you know, you need to get your MBA. You can take fucking pictures on the side. You know, that's not really a profession. Da, 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 da. So it's kind of interesting. And, he, you know, and of course, I have my own personal thing. So I had to look at it like, uh, I know a lot of people that are like that, right? And they'll fill your dream uh, because somehow it scares them, you know? It's like, no, you're supposed to go get a goddamn job that you hate, that you're going to work 40 hours, 60 hours a week for the next 40 years and then retire and then probably die of frustration and cancer in five years because you hated your life. Um, I don't know, but it's like, so it made me look at that part, and, you know, and it's like, but we all understand that because parents, well-meaning, I'll tell the story. <clears throat> I had a, a casting director would always tell this story where <clears throat> she was also a coach. She would coach you as an actor. And she was very brutally honest, like what you need to do. You need to lose weight. You need to do this, you know, whatever. You know, uh, one time she told the girl, look, you're pretty, but don't get any more goddamn tattoos, right? <laughs> it was kind of funny. I love tattoos. Yeah, but you've just, you've just, blocked yourself out from doing any period pieces. I couldn't cast you in a period piece when you have tats, just end of story, you know? And the girl wanted to argue, she goes, I'm just telling you, you know, you're not Angela Jolie. They're not gonna spend that thousand dollars a day to cover up your tattoo. So it was kind of funny, but she's brutally honest. She could, and she was telling the story, it was about building your dream or going after your dream. What are your true desires? She goes, at least once a month, someone will call and say, so you coach actors, you give tips. Yes, I do. Good, we want you to come in. I, I, I want to book a session. I want you to talk to my son or daughter, either one. And so they come in and 
you know, the, the kid says, yeah, I want to be an actor, usually high school. And she tells the story of this one guy. He was uh, a very bright young man. Dad was a, either a very rich business executive or a doctor, I forget. But, you know, and so kid had the means, the ability to go to basically a big, you know, an Ivy League school, you know, and, and all that. And, <clears throat> and so the parent, well-meaning, is sitting there going after they talk. She goes, well, she goes, well, what do you want me to do? I could coach him up on what he needs to do to become an actor. What are you going to do this and that and the other thing? And, <clears throat> and the dad goes, no, none of that crap. I want you to tell him to get that shit out of his head, you know, go get his MBA or go become a doctor. And then, you know, he can do that shit on the side. There's no reason he should chase this dream. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, so she would take that, you know, she'd look at the person. She goes, she's had dads do it. Moms. Okay. Yeah, I understand. And then turn to the kid and ask him, what do you really want to do? I want to be an actor. You really want to be an actor? Yes. You realize it's a tough profession. Yes. You realize, of course, it's one of the professions where talent may not be the, may, may not give you what you think it'll be. There's a lot of super talented actors and actresses that never get to the next level, right? But, so how bad do you really want it? I run it really, really bad. Are you willing to do what it takes to, to do this, right? Yes. Well, then here's my advice. And, you know, even what your dad said, here's my advice. I think you should go after this dream with all your heart, soul, and desire for the next few years. You're probably going to have to go to New York, LA or LA. You're going to, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a lot of work, you know, and your dad just stressed with his attitude and, and thing. You may not have any support for that, but if you're willing to do that, go for that dream. Cause you'll never know what it's like. And of course, at this point, she goes, you could see the smoke coming out of the parents' ears about how dare you say that. And she would always say, well, you know, you know, maybe he could follow your advice and go become a CPA, drink too much, get into abusive relationships because he absolutely hates his life, hates everything about him. So he's going to destroy everything around himself, uh, yada, yada, yada. So it, it, it was a story I, I, I took to heart because she talks about there are dream builders and there's dream destroyers. A lot of people, and again, well-meaning, are dream destroyers, friends, family members, and things. I'm going to go off on a little tangent during our um, um, <clears throat> uh, butterfly experiment over the next few days. They'll be shorter, by the way. They'll be like three minutes. They'll be on Facebook. They'll be on YouTube. They'll be on TikTok. They'll be on uh, Instagram, so you can watch them there. And I'm going to ask that you please click like and share these and get them out there. Because I truly believe in my heart of hearts that when one or two people get better, uh, everyone gets better around them, right? And when you look at making those changes, it makes you feel better. So today is, what are your true dreams? What are those desires and dreams that you've had that maybe you put on the back burner uh, that maybe have just kind of resurfaced during COVID? Not, and now they're kind of, you're at the you're at the jump off point, you know, where you can either put them back in the closet and put them back under, you know, in the drawer uh, and go back to the other life. Or you can begin to say, where does this desire come from? You know, and then, and then we can work on doing some things to get there. And it's, it's very, some of this stuff in the butterfly experiment is very simple. It's not that hard, but so what are some of your true desires, right? And uh, one of the rules on this, if you post it in the butterfly experiment or the NLP today, or anywhere is uh, you have no moral or spiritual right to destroy someone else's dream right. in, the, in this um, in this um, 
a format, if you will, in this forum, right? Whatever anyone's dream is, they can go do. Um, because, yeah, I was telling people now that I'm doing these films and I'm trying to work on some things, you know, well, what, are, what about the NLP? You know, are you still going to do NLP training? Yes, I love NLP training. I love hypnosis training. I like going to the conferences, right? Um, but I tell everybody, if it's if if I had the choice between, you know, doing a really good part in a really good movie or going to a hypnosis conference, uh, I'm sorry, I'm doing the movie, you know? Uh, and and a lot of people don't understand that, right? Um, so that's fine. You don't have to understand it. It's, my, it's what I'm doing now. I'm still going to do both because I love both. Uh, and you can have more than one dream, more than one desire. So what is your dream? What is your, think about it. You know, if, you're, if you have the guts to say it, just kind of say it in general. You don't have to get too specific. You know, so what is your dream? What is your desire? You know, and again, the other thing about this kind of forum, it's like you want to be around people who share that dream, who share that desire, or who are encouraging you to share your dream, share your desire, right? Because you never know where, where it'll be, right? Or, 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 or who, whoever it'll be. Hey, Suzanne. This is usually how it is. Hurry up and wait. Hi. Hi, how are you? Uh, this is oh by the way you're live now oh hi today this is suzanne brat i can Bratton. 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 yes she's a hypnotist and nlp from up from uh hi, Michelle. what part of florida uh destin florida destin, the panhandle, panhandle. Mm -hmm. uh, and here she is on a movie set she's you know and so it's kind of interesting to, yeah you know and so you know it's kind of interesting just talking about dreams and oh, using my circle of excellence yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good to see you guys all right so anyway um so what are your dreams? What are your desires? And then we can look at where we're going to go next with it and how we're going to get there. That's my goal for the butterfly experiment 2.0, because I would say we've been in a cocoon for two years. And now that we're coming out, of course, some of us, depending on where you are in the country or the world, uh, there was different levels of being in the cocoon, uh, some forced by government, some forced by other things. Uh, but now that it seems to be opening up, uh, record movies opening plays theaters restaurants you can't get on an airplane things like that so anyway so what is your dream what is your desire right and you know share it if you want if not that's fine just so you know what it is and again do it without judgment if with no judgment what are your true dreams what are your true desires right that's it with not how are you going to get there not even the nlp stuff of what would it do for you what else would it do for you just you know, especially these ones that come out of the uh, a different kind of reference range, if you will. So let me figure out how to turn off the recording. Hold on. <laughs>